password. Jolly Holiday. Happy Holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everyone. Happy holidays and welcome to December 6th edition of the Bourbon and American Whiskey Advent Calendar here on the BSCA podcast in the secret speakeasy. Jeeves is in full festive mode. Nice hat, Jeeves. Uh, is that a Yamaclaws? Yamaclaws. Is that a Yamaclaws there? Yamaclaws. A little half, well, Merry Christmas to you. He dyed his, um, he's dyed his beard white. He is in. Yep. Ready to go. He's in, he's in full. Christmas spirit. He's got his what? Do you, what's the uh, the side the, the twirly sideburns? The tendrils. Yeah. There we go. All right, Jeeves. Uh, tonight we're we're raiding the bit the bourbon and American whiskey advent calendar for day number six. What do we got, Brant? Day number six. We have another vertical shoot. It's going to take me a minute to. Do I know. They're they're a little bit of a pain in the ass, but Sucker. they are well worth the the wait. They are. If I can dig it out of there. What do this we got? This one is tough. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh. Oh, okay. This is one of our all-time favorites. Yeah, this one I can probably review for you without even cracking the, the, oh, the bottle yeah. open. So this... In fact, we I just had this on our cigar night uh, last month. Yeah. This is this one is, if you don't own it, go out and get it. It's Woodford, right away. Woodford Reserved Double Oak. This uh, is fantastic. This is the mainstay for sure. Yeah. I will tell you, the only negative I can tell you about this is that it's not a extremely affordable. This is a top shelf. No, top you know what? Bourbon. It is. It is a little bit pricey. I think it's right around forty-five to forty-eight dollars. This is sometimes it's definitely 50. in the fifty fifty range. I yeah. think, around here. Um, you know, I, I think I just paid like I pay around forty-five ninety-nine for it, but it can get up in the fifties, fifty-five. It is a little pricey for Woodford because, again, it's nothing really different other, other than taking Woodford and putting it into a second oak cask. And um, that being said, it's really good. So, so let's take it. We'll take a, a quick two-minute sidestep back and and just talk about why this this matters and where this came from on this particular one so scott we've had before the old forester 1910 um, yep before chris morris chris morris killing it over at old forester so same guy that's doing woodford reserve but before we knew the significance of what happened in in 1910 in the 70s um dave stewart at Balvini, I feel like it was in the '70s. How long is Dave Stewart? Is Dave Stewart at Balvini? Yes, yes. So Dave Stewart, I think at Balvini, and I want to say it was in the '70s. I don't fucking know. I'm maybe throwing it out there. How long? Uh, late, mid '80s. He's mid-80s been there for when he started doing. Yeah, but he. he well, no, he he started there in the early '70s. He didn't start becoming the master distiller at Balvini until like '85-ish. Okay. So, which is when he started doing the double barrels there. And I said he's pretty. He's been kind of credited with doing and starting the double barrel technique of aging Mm -hmm. whiskey but now that we know that that's a thing the historians at Old Forester have said 
hold up. We did this way, way before that, and we knew it changed the whiskey, but we didn't necessarily name it as a technique. And that's what the the old the old Forester 1910 was about. In the quick story 1910, they had a whiskey in a vat, ready to bottle, had a fire on the bottling line, had to do something with the whiskey, put all the whiskey that was already batched together back into single single new charred oak oak barrels, thus creating the first double barreled whiskey and at the time didn't really give two shits about that but it did change the whiskey and created an old fine whiskey which what you get on the, the barrel so chris moore's created that for old forester but well before he created 1910 as the homage to that historic event in 1910 he did this with woodford, woodford reserve so to me this is was his perfecting it or this was his and cracking, cracking the code, because this is not mm-hmm. test. This is definitely perfection. But cracked the code and then amplified it at Old, at Old Forester, I think. So this is almost to yeah. me, this is this is 1910 Junior that you can find every day. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the same mash bill um, as, what, as, as Old Forester. I'm pretty positive Woodford and Old Forester say the same mash bill. And I wish I had a quick. Uh, you maybe can do it if you're on your phone, but I sent you the freaking master sheet. Oh, yeah, you did somewhere, and it's lost in thousands of text <laughs> messages. <laughs> yeah, the big master sheet that had all the tasting notes and match bills from all these companies. But yeah. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so yeah, that, right, that so brief history. Woodford of, Double Oak. Dark, dark mahogany. It's it's dark. <laughs> I literally yeah, just again. tried to Google. Wood Forester. <laughs> Wood Forester. An amalgamation of the two. Um, this one, a good double oak, a good dark, yeah. dark whiskey. It, it's rich mahogany. I mean, it's it's super dark. Yeah, so the great thing Woodford, you know, Woodford Reserve talks about um, the reason that they're successful and unique is that they have multiple um, flavors that kind of touch everything. They touch the they touch the sweet, they touch the savory, they touch, you know, nutty, oaky, spicy, you know, all those senses are in in Woodford Reserve. And that's kind of their their claim to fame is how much um, how much flavor can you get out of a Mexican bar to have an official tasting Oh yeah, your tasting wheel. from the, the factory tasting wheel, wheel here. So double oak tells you that they are there's five and Scott you can you, I'll, I'll, actually I'll qu- kind of quiz you on your on your your palate here. So first of all let's go over color and nose and then we'll dig in the palate. How about that? I'm, okay. I'm jumping way ahead. So color, I mean dude this is like dark copper right? I mean, this is Yeah. It, it's dark. It's, it's mahogany. Yeah. Mahogany wood. The nose. I mean, pretty dark. The nose just leaps. Brown sugar just leaps out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got, it's got like, dark, dark chocolate. Oh. Dark fruit. Yeah. What, um, like that just fig, savory, jammy kind of filling. 
course, toasted oak. Yeah, there's like, so whenever I drink this, it's, um, you know, pretty dark, you know, dark fruits, sweet vanilla, you get the oak, and like a little bit of like toasted marshmallow. I think that's, that's the, the barrel toasting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know, everything great about this one. It's such a sweet mixture of sweet and oaky. Hmm. All right, so Woodford Woodford says that there are, there are five key, I guess, components to the palate on this guy, and 50% of those, half the flavor is sweet aromatics, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to me because they're all over the place. And then you've got another sliver of spice, fruit floral, wood, and grain. Those are your kind of five key tasting. And this is a great thing because, look, whenever we, if you, if you go all the way back to when we tasted, which I, I feel like we did, we did classic Woodford Reserve, but when we went all the way back to the mint julep episode with my wife, Sydney, when we were doing the mint yeah. julep and just tasting Woodford straight up, we talked about how all these flavors that we talk about are just sensory, right? They're not actually in that glass. No. It's just a, it's a, it's, it's sensory. So you look at this this layout of this wheel, and there's there's fucking flavors all over this thing, and it's just all what what opens your sense. So spice, it says cinnamon and nutmeg. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can smell some cinnamon on this one. Yeah. It's almost got like a almost like a coffee latte cinnamony flavor to it. So cinnamon almost comes as I pull the glass away. It's almost like an after, an after aroma. Yeah. yeah. It's like classic bourbon and then just like some good, you know, rich fruits. A um, little bit of cinnamon chocolate yeah. on that nose. Man, such a great nose. Toasted, like I said, toasted marshmallow is just, it jumps off that nose to me. So... Then the second set is fruit and floral. So you go into which these are way harder for me to, to me to for me to smell because the spice and other other things overcome. But it talks about apple, pear. So those are the palm, fruit and floral, apple and pear. I mean, yeah, I don't get any apple and pear. That's tough. And then citrus, it says orange is has a citrus vibe, and I can kind of get a little orange. Yeah, right. I get, I get, I get orange. Yeah, there's definitely an orange citrus to it. So then, like almost like, um, and there's like orange chocolate. Uh, it's, I call them Jaffa cakes because that's what I know. Yes. It's like orange marmalade and biscuits and yes. chocolate wrapped yes. in that. Yes, that's that's yes. what it smells like. Yes. Yeah, very good. So then, awesome nose cooked. Cherry, cooked like yep. I guess a cooked cherry and and then dark and fruits. cognac. Yeah. So cherry and cognac. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of like cognac in there. And I guess it's just a cognac grape and age an age distilled grape. Yeah, it's a distilled uh, champagne. Yeah. Then out of the then out of the wood portion, 
I mean, it says obviously the only true wood you smell is is oak. It's oak. It's oak. Yeah. But then, toasted oak, toasted marshmallow. But then you in that wood notes. In that wood sensory, you also get hazelnut, almond, pecan. Kind of a nutty, a nutty, or just a a nutty aroma. I don't know about when hazelnut when. When we get to the when we get to the tasting of this, and we haven't even tasted this yet, yeah, this we're is already just like, into this yeah. the nose. Yeah. Yeah. It's how much we love this whiskey. By the way, boom, BSEA stamp of approval, Woodford Double Oak. Dude, uh, and honestly, if if I had to go to a an deserted island and bring one whiskey, this is it. it. This wouldn't be a bad one to take. It's really a good whiskey. Here's the thing, too. Are there are there better, are there rare, better? Are there better yes. rarer whiskeys in the world that I've tasted? Absolutely. When you talk about, I, I could almost guarantee you that you could walk into any liquor store tomorrow and find this on the shelf. And if they don't Absolutely. have it on the shelf, you need to shake the fucking store owner and say, "What are you? What are you? What doing? is wrong? What are you with doing? You? Yeah. yeah. What, are what you is doing? wrong with you? What are you doing? I mean, and that's all right. So let's get. It's great. Let's get into the taste of this because right. I'm sure the people are like, wait a minute, how good does this taste? Yeah. All right, so let's go. Let's go. Yeah, it's vanilla, dark caramel, really rich caramel, little nutty. It like does you said, have a little nutty. This is. This is where I think the nut, the the nut on this shines, hazelnut, walnut, um, and then a little bit of that red apple, fruit and spice. It, I, I, this is a great whiskey on the palate. I love it. It it is a little lighter than I would like. I think that's bottled at forty five point two. Is what their standard mm-hmm. proof is on this one. It could be a little oilier. I'm pretty sure they know chill filter or they they chill filter this one. Because yeah. it doesn't have that really, really rich mouthfeel. But all in all, the palate on this one is very good. And the more you drink it, and you know, go back in for your second one, you're going to get more of that vanilla and the, the hazelnuts. And look, and they say, hey, the hazelnut don't get on the tongue, but they say the hazelnut is, is big present in the, in the, the flavor, and I, I think I get it. I mean, I'm not a hazelnut fan, but it's... It's there. See, I only get it on the palate. I, I don't get it in the nose. Me either. But I could just—I mean, to me, the the fifty percent of the experience of this is bringing this glass to your nose. Oh yeah. I mean, light. I wish the I wish the mouthfeel was a little bit bolder, mm-hmm. was a little bit heavier. But it's a good one. It, it and we we'll get into this in a second. The finish makes up for the mouthfeel on the palate. The finish is is big. Mm-hmm. It is long. Or we'll get into it now. It's long. Yeah. It is creamy. Yeah. It's rich. It is good honey, um, rich fruits, cherry chocolate, apples. I mean... You, you 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 name it. This one runs the gamut of so the, everything. The that's sweet, really good to me. The sweet it, it talks about half the flavor on this flavor. It talks about half the flavor as being sweet aromatics, and I think they come into play in that finish. 
chocolate, mm -hmm. honey, marzipan, brown sugar, butterscotch, maple syrup, caramel, vanilla. Yeah, it, it's it's all of those good nose notes come back at the end. Really, just like let them linger on your palate to finish. It, it's really one of the rare whiskeys that we get where the nose comes back into play on the finish. Because normally, nose, palate, finish are completely different. They're not the same at all. Usually one or two notes kind of stick through the whole thing, but this one just rounds out so perfectly that everything about this is just good. It's it's sweet, but it's full, you know, but it has oak and char. So... As badass as this is to just sip on and drink neat, this is a fucking cocktail king too, Scott. I've had oh, I bet. some of the best old fashions I've ever made. Um, this would make an excellent old fashioned. With, you know, I've never done one. that. I've oh. never made one old fashioned with one of these. It's you know, once again, it is it is a fifty plus dollar you know bottle. It's a it's a you know it's a seven hundred fifty milliliter retail you know retail it's bottle. A it's not it's yeah, but I mean hey. You can make a cocktail with it, and it makes badass. It makes badass old fashioned. See, this is a this right here, old fashioned, is a Meisner's lounge old fashioned. Like I'm ready to pay 15, 16, oh, 16 yeah. bucks. I want an old fashioned that's just gonna knock my socks off, be full of flavor. You know, this is this is in that that ballpark. This is this is to me like. It's, it's what you want to do when you create your second label. Woodford Reserve Original is fantastic every day. Every man's bourbon. But this is, so what do you do to make it better? Well, you know, they didn't go single barrel. They didn't go foolproof. They didn't go all this they don't other have shit. A, they don't have a single barrel, do they? They don't, have a, they don't have a single barrel. They don't have a single barrel program at all. So they do, they do it totally, totally different. But this was the second, the second release. Um, from, yeah, they have like the, the line. They have store picks, but they don't have single barrel. So store picks are a little even, even a little different too. So what they do in store picks, um, it's kind of off, off topic. What they do in store picks is they have three different flavor blends or flavor profiles mm -hmm. outside of the original. So if you if you'd say the the store the shelf. Woodford Reserve and the Shelf Woodford Double Oak are flavor profile zero. Then, if you buy a barrel's worth, you can pick from profile one, two, and three, or A, B, A, B, and C. So, like there is the Everyday on the Shelf, and they they've created three totally different profiles: one super sweet, one super nutty, one super oaky. You know, or three different profiles that you can't buy off the shelf, but you have to buy a barrel's worth. So that's kind right. of the cool thing about going into and look. If you see multiple, if you live in a place that's got a multiple liquor stores with multiple store picks, ask them what pick they chose. Is it A, B, or C? Um, but each one of them is totally different. Um, so really, out there between original and double oak, there's eight different palettes, eight different profiles you can find. But six of those can can only be unlocked. If your local store buys a, a barrels worth uh, of the pot, right. it's pretty cool. And yeah. then they have they have other um, master distiller, you know, foolproofs and different 
kind of distillery yeah they've, projects. they've got some other stuff yeah. that's that's going on yeah. their their distiller select is pretty cool yeah. a lot of stuff they're doing over there double oak just a fantastic whiskey brent this is to me a 92 it, it is a top-notch whiskey again the price is a little high for what it probably could be again if you're coming in at, at 90.4 I would expect that to be in like the 39 to 40 range. I think it was originally about $39 when it came out and it slowly crept up as uh, popularity increased too. But very good whiskey. Again, if you don't have this on your bar, go out and get a bottle. It, it is absolutely well worth it. Fantastic. Yeah, this beautiful is, whiskey. This is one you'll finish quicker than you want to and you'll be buying yeah. another. You'll be buying yep. another one. Hey, sure. on this one, this is definitely a one to show, one to go. It's not because you need to show it off. It's because you need to have a backup for when you down this bottle yeah. and regularly yeah. replace it. Absolutely. Don't let this one run dry. Absolutely. No, this is this is definitely an, an all-time an all time high. Look, you gave it 92. I give it 90, 91. Um, yeah. I give it a 91. Oh, that's honestly honestly kind of low, low for me. Um, but I just think that's the mark it gets for just a solid steady mm-hmm. steady steady bourbon so, uh, so sure Scott, belongs A minus yeah I mean Scott like you said go out and find it this is definitely definitely a top tier but definitely one that should be around in your in your stash all day every day and man what the flavor profile in this definitely has that kind of fall winter tie in right I mean the the spices and the brown sugar and the nuttiness and all that it's just it's it's i think this ties in from from thanksgiving dinner to to you know to christmas uh just the whole kind of winter feel this is an awesome whiskey for that for this time of year oh yeah totally this is a great fall whiskey yeah all right well look a lot of fun on tonight's episode um obviously we like it we like like it. it go get it yep scott if you came here to learn. Drink what you learned. Did I do that prematurely? You got something else you want to say? No, you did. Okay. No, you did. <laughs> no, that's perfect. I was going to say, Brant, lead us out. Well, now you So, Brant, take... lead, lead us out. Now you get to cut it all up. <laughs> nope. Nope. All <laughs> staying in. Like it is. If you came here to learn. Drink what you learned. If you came here to share. Share what you drink. If you came here a stranger. May you exit as a friend. And if you came for an adventure. Drink Drink up. up. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Good. Good Good night. Happy holidays.